This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1674, Our Ever-Loving Quest to Control Our Lives by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday. Welcome to one of the only podcasts in the world where blogs are narrated to you for free. That's with permission from the authors. If you enjoy it, sharing it with anyone would be greatly appreciated. And I'll keep this short for the Saturday episode, so let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Our Ever-Loving Quest to Control Our Lives by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Almost our entire lives are spent in a quest to gain control, security, and comfort in our lives. Unfortunately, we never really get it, so we keep trying relentlessly. This is the main activity of our lives. What would happen if we stopped? We could be less restricted by fear, less anxious, less driven by the need for comfort, and more in love with life as it is. You might be surprised by how much we strive for control the ways we try to get control. The basic nature of life is that it is ever-changing, uncontrollable. When we think we have stability in life, something comes up to remind us that no, we don't. There is no stability, no matter how much we'd like it. And this kind of freaks us out. We don't like this feeling of instability, of loss of control. So we do things to cope out of love for ourselves. These are strategies for control, security, and comfort. Some examples among many, We go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, Pinterest, because doing so is comfortable and feels like we know what we're doing, a feeling of certainty of things under control. We make a to-do list or even try out an entire productivity or organizational system because it feels like we're getting things under control. We clean or declutter or organize our desks. We tackle email because it's out of control and getting it under control sounds much less anxiety-inducing. We procrastinate on a project that fills us with uncertainty and procrastinate with our favorite distractions which have less uncertainty for us. We get frustrated with other people, even angry, because they're acting in a way we don't like. We don't control that part of our lives and it's difficult for us. So creating a story in our minds about how horrible they are and how right we are and how life would be better if they just did X helps us to feel under control. We try to organize the apps on our phone to avoid dealing with our feelings of difficulty. We plan, 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 on paper, in our minds. Everything feels under control when we plan. We research, Google things, so we feel we're gaining control over a topic. We buy books to gain control over a topic. We sign up for classes. We make resolutions and goals and bucket lists. We create systems. We try to gain control over our health by creating a diet and workout plan. Shopping feels comfortable. Eating for comfort. Drugs make us feel like we're controlling our state of mind, including alcohol. There are thousands more examples. 
Examine everything you do with this lens. Is this activity a strategy to somehow gain control? Now, I'm not saying these strategies are bad. They help us cope with difficult things. Some of them result in a healthy life. They all come from a place of love. But it is good to be aware of this need for control. And perhaps this awareness can even help us free ourselves. Why these attempts at control keep failing. So we do all these things all day long when things are feeling uncertain, uncomfortable, out of control, unsafe. There are strategies for control, security, and comfort. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. Let's say you make a to-do list and a plan to make yourself feel under control. Now you have to do the first thing on the list. But this makes you feel uncertain because it's a difficult task and you don't know if you can do it. So you go to the easier things on the list, but the difficult task is still there, just put off for a bit, and you feel bad about it. Eventually you run to distractions or check your email so you don't have to do the task. Or you start cleaning up around your desk. You make some calls. The feeling is still there though in the back of your mind. None of the strategies work. Or take another scenario, you're feeling lonely. You don't wanna face this feeling because it's uncomfortable and you don't feel under control. So you eat, or you shop online, or you watch TV or YouTube. The feeling doesn't go away, so you do it again, or you turn to alcohol or drugs. Maybe you get everything under control. You're organized, have systems for everything, are spot on with your productivity, have only healthy habits. Congratulations, you win. Except things keep coming up that are ruining your perfect palace of control. You get anxiety until you deal with these things and get control back. But when you were doing that, more things came up. People are calling, emailing, interrupting you. And you get irritated often because everything is getting messy. Your OCD is not resulting in a feeling of comfort and control, but just the opposite. Finally, consider that you might feel things are stable, but then someone dies, you get injured or sick, a family crisis happens, your company goes into crisis mode, there's a crisis in your country. Things are never under control, so you feel anguish because you thought you had stability. Luckily, we have another way. The mindful way. If life is uncontrollable and because we don't like the feeling of being out of control, we do all kinds of things to seek control, but it doesn't work. What alternative is there? We can practice mindfulness and learn to accept the uncontrollable nature of each moment. Start by just sitting still and try to pay attention to the sensations of this moment around you and in your body and even in your mind. Just notice what's going on. Then notice that your mind wants to run to planning or worrying or getting a grasp on things. We run from this unknown, uncontrollable moment to a strategy of control. Notice this urge to run, to control. And don't act, do nothing. Just observe, taking no action. Notice how this feeling of being out of control feels. Where's this feeling located in your body? What is the sensation of it in your body? Is it one thing or changing? Investigate with curiosity. Be still with this sensation in your body. Practice with this a little at a time for days or for weeks. You'll start to get to know it intimately. And then it won't be so bad. You'll learn to sit with this feeling of out of controlledness and be okay with it. You'll learn to trust in this moment, not to lead to an outcome you want, control, but to turn out just fine. You'll need to do fewer things to get under control, to get comfort. You'll still do some of them because no one ever truly masters this, control, but you'll need it less. And then what? What's left when we don't try to control? Love. We still act, but not out of need for control. We act out of love for others and ourselves. This 
is the other way. You just listened to the post titled Our Ever-Loving Quest to Control Our Lives by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to Leo. His mindful way there at the end is pretty much meditation. If you have any experience meditating in the most basic fashion, which is focusing on your breath, noticing your thoughts, and then going back to your breath, then this probably sounded very familiar. With the practice of meditation, you do exactly that. You sit and observe, learn to sit with it, and focus on something else. Pretty simple, but powerful in different ways. So thanks again, Leo, and thank you for being here. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll be back tomorrow for the Sunday show where your optimal life awaits.